yeah. Smith's the encore. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew, yeah. Check. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it all right. Log on the site, you can listen tonight. Talk about the game, who in first place. You can even call up, state your own case. Football, b-ball, soccer too. Log on, ain't nobody stopping you. It's fantasy, sports, and politics crew. Yeah, come on. Fantasy, sports, and politics crew. Yeah. Fantasy, sports, and politics crew. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew Yeah, lock on Peace Hello everyone And welcome once again You already know what time it is Because if you're sitting here You're listening to 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time And this happens to be the FSP Crew Show I am your host The hostess with the the mostest I guess, whatever you want to call me JT, a.k.a. The Master. I'm joined by my esteemed co-host, Jeff the Joker. Two Jersey guys. We're going to be talking about the, this week in sports. We're going to be talking about some baseball. We're going to be talking about some uh, soccer. And then we're going to also off, always talk about uh, football. Uh, and maybe uh, throw it in there. I shouldn't maybe because free agency just opened up for the NBA yesterday. So we're talking we're talking about the NBA and some of the moves that have taken place in the NBA. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. I'll say that again for those that are hearing impaired. Nothing against them, but I have issues with that. So I'll say it again, 1347-637-3220. We also have a chat room that you want to sit out there and drop your uh, a question or qu- comment or uh, a statement in the in the chat room. You can also do that. Uh, remember, whatever you put into that chat room is what you get out of it. You put nothing in it, you get uh, nothing out of it. Quite naturally. Um, and without further ado, let me bring in my esteemed co-host and let this show get the show on the road, I should say, um, and uh, bring another voice to the conversation. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Jerry. What's going on? Oh, there's been a uh, a few things going on, Jeff. Um, first of all, I'm going to talk about the NFL. And the story you are about to see is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. They're not innocent. Let me tell you that they're not innocent. We have four players that I can think of right off the top of my head um, that decide that uh, start the beginning of the season, which would be the um, roughly the September 8th, 9th, 10th, something like that, that they decided that they they didn't want to play the first four games. So Antonio Gates, Rolando McClain, um, uh, uh, Danto, Danto, Dayton Jones, and uh, who am I leaving out of here? Sheldon Richardson. Um, all decide that, eh, Danto Jones is going to sit out the first game, but the other three 
which are well-known names in the NFL, and two of them are Pro Bowl players. Uh, Rolando McClain is not that bad himself, but those guys are suspended. Now, they all must have taken the same test at the same time or whatever because the NFL came out today and said because of uh, the uh, subs substance abuse violation. Sheldon Richardson, Sheldon Richardson, you're going to be a spectator for the first four games. Antonio Gates, which is a real surprise, um, you're going to be a um, spectator for the first four games. And Rolando McClain has had issues since, ever since he's gotten to the league. And now this is another one. You're going to be a spectator for the first four games. Jeff. I, I don't know what it, when these guys are going to um, get it. I understand that um, it may be marijuana or it could be in Antonio Gates' uh, case was some type of supplements that he was taking for his conditioning or whatever it was. But besides the, that fact, these guys and, and Antonio Gates, and, and I'm not sure about Sheldon Richardson or Rolando McClain. These guys are always ap apologetic after the fact. But they they have they know these guidelines. And these guys, these these guys are seasoned vets. It's not like this is the first year into the league, second year into the league. They know what the, the, the uh what the deal is. They know that there's a certain things that they should uh, be aware of, and one of one of them is what they put into their body. Is it legal or illegal, or what parts of it illegal? Then it can't go in because if I get tested, I'm going to get this result suspended for the first four games. Talk to me, Jeff. Man, you know, okay, uh, I, I, with the PED thing, um. These guys know they get tested, and they've been told to get all your uh, supplements from the trainers because they read the labels because, you know, the labels, there's like a zillion huge words to make sure that everything on it is A-OK. -okay. Don't buy right. your own supplements. Save your money and be safe and get all your supplements from the trainer. And still, these guys keep getting in trouble for it. Now, um especially Gates, um, you know, I mean, this guy, potential Hall of Famer, it, it tarnishes his career a little bit. And, you know, 10 years or I think more at this point in the league, he should know better. Now, what McLean, uh, you know, uh, retired twice before he finally put together a good year for Dallas. Um, most guys, you retire twice, you know, in their first three years. You're not going to get that, but McLean was a legitimate first-round talent, so a guy like that is going to get a second or third chance. And when I first heard positive, I thought it was from marijuana, and now I'm hearing PCP. I don't know for sure if that's the case. I mean, I think the, the NFL marijuana policy is hypocritical, but believe me, if someone was paying me seven figures, I'd be okay with it. PCP, that's bad poop. That's something you don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole. And if that's the case, then maybe he might be out of work again. And, uh, you know, he's had some off-the-field problems besides his retirement. Uh, this guy's foolish. 
this 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 guy's really foolish. Um, you know, I I don't even uh, you know Richardson. I don't, I don't get, but uh, the PCP I don't dig, and a veteran like Gates, he should know better. But you know, maybe he needed that because he you know uh, he's had trouble staying on the field. You know, um, it's got you know well it's gonna hurt him in the fantasy drafts. You know, boom. First, you know, suspended. Once in a while, a guy's suspended for one or two games beginning the season. If he's a good player, it's not that big a deal. Four, that's a chunk. Wants to waste a roster spot on a guy like that. Uh, don't like it. That's a quarter of a, quarter of a fantasy season, Jeff. I usually like fan- more because regular, regular, fantasy regular season is usually, what, 13 weeks? Yes. Maybe 14 sometimes. So that's like almost a third. It's more than a quarter. Yeah. You're right. So you're right about that. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it. But it is what it is. Uh, Rolando McClain, Sheldon Richardson, uh, Antonio Gates to get the four-game ban. Uh, Dontone Jones gets one game banned for substance abuse, uh, which I think was uh, probably um, – um, marijuana or something like that. So it is what it is. Uh, you know, these guys and, 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 uh, the thing about it is that, uh, they just had gotten finished. I think last week, the rookie symposium and, um, it never fails that you tell these guys until you blew in the face about uh, the the trials and tribulations and the pitfalls and the and the uh, rewards of being a player in the NFL, and uh, you get a guy that uh, get arrested. Now I'm not saying he uh, um, is um, going to be convicted because supposedly his, his agent or lawyer, or whatever, says said he's going to be exonerated. But you get a Houston Texan player that uh, gets arrested for uh, um, burglary. And I'm talking about um, an undrafted rookie, a defensive lineman, that was arrested on burglary charges and um, first-degree bur- burglary and with two counts of first-degree burglary, I'm sorry, and and uh, he got released without, without prejudice from the Houston Texans because he and another guy uh, were supposedly kicked the door in and one was armed with a rifle, another one was armed with a knife, assaulted one victim, and took cash and two iPads. <laughs> cash and two iPads down in Alabama. Um, supposedly that, uh, like I said, the his lawyer says that uh, he's not uh, guilty of these charges. He's going to be clear to these charges. But uh, This is the first Houston Texan player to be 
arrested since 2009 and uh, they don't play. And obviously, because the guy got released as soon as they, they found out about this without even, I guess, without even going to see if this guy was, uh, it was legit or not. He must not impress too much in, in the off season workouts and the OTAs and, and uh, mini camp. Otherwise they may have stuck with him a little bit longer before, um, they uh, uh, released him. But my point is this. I don't know what the deal was. I don't know if he if he was at, at the location or he wasn't at the location. It's either way, he was there or he wasn't there. That's that's the bottom line. And if he was there, then he, and he was he's a rookie. So he had it. I, I assumed he went to the sympo- symposium. And these guys don't listen now. This is the most dangerous part in the NFL part of the season, part of the offseason, I should say, or part of the season, depending on which way you look at it, because you've done you've done with the mini camps. You're done with the OTAs and uh, training camps don't start until the end of um, uh, July. Or the beginning of uh, August. So these guys have their free time. NFL players with free time. It's a scary proposition for the simple fact you're going to see. Don't know who it's going to be, but you're going to see more issues with, with NFL players. It's not a matter if, if it's when. And uh, before the training camp starts, and these teams can get under the control again of the team. What's your thoughts on that one, Jeff? Yeah, you know, um, this thing about uh, that rookie in Houston, uh, think of uh, just uh, it was two summers ago, uh, uh, Oscar Walcott was uh, a, a North Jersey guy from uh, – uh, went to Hackensack High School, and he uh, – I think he was uh, a late draft pick or a free agent signee with uh, the Cleveland Browns. And uh, before training camp, he gets uh, in some uh, huge fight and nearly kills a guy outside a nudie bar. And, uh, yeah, I think it was uh, 3 o'clock. I mean, people talk about after midnight, 3 o'clock, and I was pushing it. But I I think that whole after midnight thing is a little exaggerated. But – you know, the Browns cut him right away, you know, because the thing is, you know, in the NFL, the, you know, the greater your talent, the more uh, leash or whatever you're going to get. This guy wasn't right. a superstar. Right. And uh, he he got indicted for uh, attempted murder because uh, the, the guy, he, he almost died. And, you know, and it's and the thing that cracks him up with that kind of thing. It's not funny, but the, the, somebody, there's guys who will beat somebody severely endangered our life for nothing. You know what I mean? But right. that's why you got to be careful and you shouldn't be getting into fights because something could be some little thing. It's not worth putting somebody in a coma over. But, you know, I'm sick and tired of hearing of somebody killing a guy because he thought he was uh, looking at him or something stupid, you know? Um, and uh, I, I don't think that's gone to trial yet, but... Uh, yeah, he got indicted. He screwed up real bad. All right, let's uh, bring in uh, my uh, our other um, co-host, 
Um, my man from the D.C. area. What's up, Mike? How you doing, man? What's going on, fellas? Hey, All Mike. Right. All right. Another thing that I want to talk about in the NFL. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was uh, at a celebrity softball game, I guess. And uh, he he was just uh, fooling around on the pitcher's mound, throwing back and forth from him to the catcher and, and catcher giving the ball back. And it caught the eye of the uh, of a general manager of a um, minor league baseball team. Now Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't need any more on his plate, but in case he's interested in playing more than one sport. He now has an offer from the Rockland Boulders minor league baseball team. It's an independent Can-Am league team in Pomona, New York, which is um, it, which is in his backyard. Um, like I said, the uh, uh, general manager, Sean Riley, saw, saw him, and it's apparent that Odell is a very gifted athlete regardless of his sport. That's a quote from him. We think that getting experience pitching to professional hitters will give him the opportunity to follow in the steps of Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson. Now, for those who don't know, and I know that you two guys know that Bo Jackson, excuse me, that Bo Jackson, but Odell Beckham parents were track stars and uh, uh, he did play uh, soccer as well as football and basketball. Um, but he didn't play baseball. So your thoughts on, and I know this is probably a no thought really, but I'm going to get you guys opinion because this came out uh, over the last few days. Your thoughts, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, I know the Giants are trying to keep him on the wraps because I think he's probably got a little full of his head. Even though it, it even though um, and and I could be wrong, but I think he's probably uh, um, got a little full of himself, and the tr- tr- Giants are trying to keep him a little bit more humble than he is, and and he seems like he's not a, the joking type of guy because I think you know the Giants have tried joking with him players, and he didn't take too kindly to that, and that tells me he's he uh, too takes himself too seriously. Talk to me. Black, since you Mike, since you jumped in here, what's your thoughts on Odell Beckham Jr. and baseball, if any? Then I go to Jeff. Playing baseball, I'm, I'm, he's a hell of an athlete, so I'm sure he can pull it off. But he, he's currently doing that this season. Uh, no, I think that what they want to do is uh, is uh, sign him to a contract, uh, and it won't be this season quite naturally because uh, the minor league season is pretty much. Um, I mean, it's, it's probably midway through the season, but since he's more involved in baseball, it would probably be something that it would take place in the off season after uh, um, the football season. Really, the, the baseball starts going February, sometime in February, March. So he would be able to, to do a few things in uh, February, March, um, and maybe into an around football. Um, not this year, next year. Oh, I, I'm all for it. I, I hope he's the next coming of Bryce Harper so we can get him out of the division. 
Uh, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, talk to me. This is your boy. This is on your team. Yeah, talk to uh, me. Yeah, he's not my boy. He's my uh, uh, <laughs> my stepchild who I hate. I can't think of a better analogy. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's he's an amazing talent, and he really showed a lot once he uh, got on the field for the Giants. This guy rubs me the wrong way personally. Yes. I don't know if he's a bad guy, and I don't want to imply that because I haven't met him. But he's the kind of guy, he busts everybody else's chops, but he can't take it. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. uh, he was blubbering because they were busting his chops because he missed some of the mini camp. And I think this cat should concentrate on, uh, you know, keeping his hamstrings healthy. You know, Now, this thing, minor league teams, they offer contracts to a lot of guys. We're talking – you know, uh, $200 a week salary, which a guy like Beckham would laugh at. You know what I mean? They, they, they'll do anything for publicity. And it, it might be, you know, in conflict with his contract with the Giants. It might prohibit it, you know. So why would this guy risk getting hurt uh, for a couple hundred bucks a week for, you know, a low-level minor league team? I think that's an independent league or it's a ball it's not it's not a high level team um because I, I don't even think i don't even know if they're affiliated because if they were affiliated they have to be signed with a big club and in general i can't think of any baseball player who made the big leagues who didn't play high school baseball you know what i mean um occasionally you find these late bloomers in football you don't see it so much in baseball um and you know i i it's hard for me to pass on an opportunity to, to bash baseball. Back in the day when I was a kid, before teams would have 13 pitchers on their roster, you'd sometimes see pinch runners. The Oakland A's once had a guy, remember Herb Washington? Or, or, was that his name or Herb Williams? No, Herb Washington. I mean, uh, it, he was a, a world-class sprinter, and the A's used him just as a pinch runner. Mm-hmm. In 74, I think it was. He was pretty cool, you know? And he stole, mm-hmm. I think he was 24 out of 25 stealing bases that year. Uh, Charlie Finley was big on uh, base running. And now you don't see a lot of pinch running in baseball because they don't have enough roster spots. So you don't see the pinch running, the pinch hitting, defensive substitutions like you used to. So uh, I, I don't make much of the baseball offer, but it just, just goes to show you what, what an excellent athlete he is. Okay. And uh, uh, I'm going to stay in the NFC East because uh, I've been busting uh, uh, one of my co-hosts chops about this guy. And uh, from what I'm seeing from SB Nation website, it looks like, and this is be good news, and it put a smile on on, uh, my man Mike's face uh, quite naturally, that the um, deal with the Cowboys, with Death Bryant, could be announced as early as Monday sources, and this is from a, uh, uh, article on SB nation. Like I said, a, uh, by one cool customer. That's who, that's who the spy, uh, on Tuesday this week, we heard that a Des Bryant deal was imminent. And today we got word from Mike Fisher at CBS Dallas, Fort Worth, that a deal could be announced as early as Monday. Sources tell me, this is a quote here. Torsten tell me Brian's wait is almost over. The two sides have moved to such a negotiating comfort level that there is discussion about announcing a done deal following the July 4th weekend. 
and the optimism is high enough to essentially agree to take a break from talks during the holiday weekend. Also, I'm told it all involved the need clarity about how the guaranteed portion of the deal will be paid when as well as which parts are virtual guarantees, but otherwise reports of negativity and conflict are about as real as a dead Walmart unicorn video. Okay. Seems that, I mean, Jerry, Jerry Jones did say that uh, he, he wanted Bryant uh, to be a cowboy for life. Um, this seemed like the contention on both sides that they wanted to get him at a fair deal. They weren't, uh, I'm talking about the Cowboys, weren't uh, uh, comfortable um, giving Dez a whole bunch of money and, and having it see um, um, get, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, wasted because of the antics Dez Bryant and the p people associated with Dez Bryant would cause to have issues. Uh, with the league and maybe with the uh, um, uh, law enforcement. And on the other side, Des Bryant saying that, you know, maybe I won't, uh, maybe I'll sit out the, the um, a la Emmett Smith, I'll sit out the uh, first game of the season or whatever because uh, we haven't gotten a deal done. And they had to get a deal done by July 15th um, of this month. No, excuse me, July 15th, quite naturally, this month. Uh, this is being the second day of July. Um, so I'm going to go to my resident cowboy fan before I go to uh, uh, Jeff. Talk to me, Mike. What's your thoughts? I know you've been probably keeping track of this. Tell me what you think. Yeah, this would be great news if he's fan. They got until the 15th, so I'm going to have to wait, on, uh, wait until the 15th so I can celebrate and pop a champagne bottle. But at the same time, oh, man, our linebacker just got to spend his full game. And I don't understand what, what he's doing. Rolando McClain, come on now. Please, get it together. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. And he, he's had issues ever since he got into the league. He, he, I think he's got some serious um, uh, issues up in the uh, upper labrum of his mind. But it is what it is. Talk to me, uh, Jeff. What do you think? Yeah, you know, um, you know, he came into the league uh, – Highly rated, uh, uh, you know, uh, he's a big talker, but he, he backed it up. He, he's one of the best wide receivers. I think, uh, you know, he hasn't gotten in big trouble, but I think uh, Dallas is worried. They, you know, uh, after they give him a lot of money, they won't have that carrot to dangle over him uh, or, uh, or however else you want to put it. So, uh, but uh, it, it wouldn't make sense for them to sign him, but, uh you know, uh, I don't feel too bad for the guy because if he gets franchised, he's still getting $15 million. My The only issue with that is the lack of long-term security with that, which, um, similar to that, I heard uh, that Russell Wilson took out an insurance policy, you know, uh, if case something happens to him between now and, when, you know, when he signs a new contract. I'm surprised more guys don't do it. Uh, sure, it's not cheap, but... Uh, when you're looking at a big time contract, it might be worth it. Yeah, speaking I, I of Russell, they, they, I don't think they should franchise. They, they need to give him his money. Now that guy is a workaholic. He puts some big work in the offseason. He's done everything the Cowboys had. So I, I, I believe he should get his payday. But like, like uh, the master was saying, speaking of Russell Wilson, I think something is wrong with his upper leg, from a master. Want to be the highest paid guy in the NFL? We get out of here. 
Well, he his record is 36 and 12, and he's taken the team. Oh, he's been the quarterback of the team that's gone to the Super Bowl two years in a row, won one, and could have won two in a row if uh, not for uh, either uh, well either a bad play and a bad play calling. Um, uh, they could have possibly won two two in a row, uh, and uh, he's six and two in the postseason. So, I'm I'm just saying that he wants to be paid uh, top dollar. And if Colin Kaepernick can get a crazy, uh, um, a crazy, a crazy contract. Look at the one that uh, Ryan Tannehill has. Um, look at look at some of these uh, deals that some of these quarterbacks are getting. And uh, Russell Wilson's only been in the league what four years, if I'm not mistaken, and he's been to the Super Bowl twice. Already one and one in the Super Bowl, like I said, six and two uh, in postseason, and thirty six and twelve as a starter. Um, that's his, pretty. His defense, his defense has eighty percent to do with his record. Hey, hey, uh, what can I tell you, man? He's 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 on a team that won two <laughs> Super Bowls, and he has um, played well uh, in in the games that he's been in. Not, I can say, like every other quarterback, that you don't play. He's played 48 games. I can't say he's played 48 great games. Um, so what I'm saying is this. Uh, he's a winner. He's won ever since he's been with the team and gotten a starting job. He wants over $20 million, almost $25 million a year, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, and... Nice. and um, all I can say is the quarterback. He's the face. Of, well, he's one of the faces of the franchise, and uh, I believe a player should get what what he's worth. And if if the if Seattle Seahawks, who look like they may be a little frugal, okay, uh, and don't want to pay Russell Wilson this type of money, uh, are taking a calculated chance here in that. When it push comes to shove, and Russell Wilson has a choice, that he may not stay with the Seattle Seahawks. He, he may go to the highest bidder when his his opportunity arises. So they would be it would behoove them to wrap him up for a few years versus letting him go, and then have to uh, deal with getting another quality quarterback. If you look throughout the league, in in teams in teams that are consistently in the playoffs, and the teams that aren't consistently not in the playoffs, it's a big margin. Um, and if you have a good quarterback that can play well and provide you with a good play that helps you win. Even though you may have a strong defense, you still need a quarterback at some time to pull out a game or two for you. And Russell Wilson has done that. You try to hold on to him. Uh, and if if you if he wants, now I'm saying get it, give him what he wants. But what I'm saying is, if he's asking for uh, uh, what's the going market for a quarterback, especially with quarterback that's won a Super Bowl and been in two in two in a row. 
then you then you're pretty much strapped of having to have to play him. I mean, pay him or risk losing him. So I know what I think I know what your thoughts are, uh, uh, Mike. What's your thoughts there, Jeff, on paying Russell Wilson top dollar? You know, it, it's. I mean, I, I like him. Uh, you know, Black is absolutely right about you know the defense getting that team to the two uh, Super Bowls. He he is very good. He I think he's got some upside, and just uh, quarterbacks are a very uh, valued commodity. I mean, uh, look at the big money that uh, Flacco got. I mean, your yeah, Flacco's good. He's not terrific, but you know, uh, won the job as a rookie. I don't think they were expecting it. Kept that job. Hasn't missed a game. Uh, he's not an elite guy. And you know what? He uh, he played to the end of that contract, and it really paid off for him. Now, the thing is, uh, NFL salary cap isn't like the NBA cap. Uh, I can't imagine another team paying Wilson as much as the Seahawks are probably going to. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? It just and, and like I said, I, I like him. I think he's a good guy. I think he's a good player. I, I like the way he runs. He runs smart. He 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 runs to get a little extra time and usually to avoid c- contact. I mean, he'll take a hit once in a while, but he's not looking for it because he knows he gets knocked out of a game. He's not helping his team. Uh, very smart runner. Um, uh. I just don't see him, another team desperate for a quarterback, paying him a ton of money because he's good, but he's not up there with, you know, Peyton Manning in his prime. I mean, if that guy ever hit – guys like him don't hit the open market. If Manning would have hit the open market in his prime, uh, somebody would have made him very wealthy. But those guys don't become available. That's just a, that's how important the quarterback position is. Am I on? I think I got disconnected. Yeah, you're on. Where, where, can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. I can hear you, Black. I'm back. Am I, can yeah, you hear me? I, I, I think we lost the master. <laughs> I think Uh-oh. we lost the host. All right. You know, but, I, I, I haven't been in the chat room lately. Maybe I should double-check yeah. the chat room, but it might make my computer crash. But the piggyback on, on what you were saying, I, I would put a... Uh, Cotton Schwab, and that's the Masters guy, Cotton Schwab, no longer with uh, Houston, Texas. I would put him with Seattle, and I'm pretty sure Cotton Schwab could also get the two Super Bowls with that defense. Hmm? Uh, you, might, you might be right. I'll tell you, he had uh, a few good years for Houston, but now, you know, he's uh, he's holding a clipboard, and, uh, you know, Flacco's been pretty durable, so... Uh, you, you got to be content holding a clipboard behind a guy like him. So, but uh, yeah. eventually, most guys, you know, will miss a game sooner or later. Yeah, the 20, but, 25 million a season. My goodness. Russell Wilson, yeah. what, what are you thinking about, man? Yeah, but you know what? Uh, he, he, I, I heard that was one of the reasons this is bad. He got divorced because. I don't know if he was miserable, but he figured, hey, 
if I'm not 100% happy, let me get divorced now before I make a big money deal. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I mean, you know, whatever. It's, uh, you know, he keeps his mouth shut, but, uh, you know, uh, it cost him a few bucks in a divorce, but it's not, you know, going to affect, uh, you know, uh, the mega contract he's going to sign. Uh, you know, it, life is like that sometimes. And, you know, uh, you know, he does endorsements like a lot of these guys. Hey, you know, that's free money. And whenever I see, you know, him on uh, the commercial for the Razors, I think he really needs the commercial because he doesn't get paid the big bucks that the other guys. I mean, not not that he's, uh, you know, waiting in a bread line or something, but, you know, you figure when you're as famous as him, you know, you want to live in a, a good security uh, development or in a building with security. That's not cheap. And, you know, you need certain things, you know, uh, if you're, you know, if you're famous. And uh, I, I'm sure that commercial money goes towards that. Yeah, and now he's dating uh, Sierra. So I'm sure she's putting some seeds in his head as well about trying to get the money now as yeah. opposed to later. And- and you know what? As crazy it is it as it is, you know, whenever I hear a story like that, I say, "Hey, good for him," you know. And uh, you know, he's a smart guy. He he stays out of trouble, and uh, you know, he doesn't put his foot in his mouth and whatever. He says the right things. Uh, you know, I mean, I I I thought he was an NFL quarterback. I didn't think he would be so successful, but a lot of that has to do with the rest of the team, and uh, you know. Uh, you want to talk about a Napoleon complex? He would have come into the if he was a few inches taller. He would have come in the league as a high draft pick, and uh, you know we wouldn't be talking about him getting this deal. So this this deal is going to make up for you know playing for uh, I wouldn't say peanuts, but you know relative peanuts the first three years of his career. Because he, he didn't even uh, his contract wasn't even over a million, was it? I don't think so. I mean, it was a third-round contract. It was, I'm, I'm fairly certain it was less than a million a year. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I see his great now, but still, to go from less than a million a year to 25 is just drastic. I, I see if he uh, has maybe 12 to 16, I can understand, but 25, oh, man. But the it's thing great. is, the uh, quarterbacks, the good ones do not become available in free agency. You could draft them high, but they don't always pan out. And the teams that struggle at quarterback are frequently the teams that struggle year after year. Uh, it's it's that important. It really is. And you might not need a superstar, but you need a you know a good solid guy like uh, Wilson who's not going to screw up a lot. Okay, I hear myself in the chat room, so I think you and I are on, and uh, I guess uh, uh, Jerry got disconnected. Yeah, I, uh, let me see. I, they just lost his internet. Lost so his internet. So I guess I, we'll I, be back in a little bit. I, I don't I, know I what got, the, the, the. Oh, you got him? No, no, no I, guess, I was going to say something else. I have to add something to uh, my reaction last week. Last week was uh, a special occasion. Uh, I think maybe a couple times a year we have a show that's really focused on the NBA. Uh, think draft night and uh, maybe during the playoffs. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a casual NBA fan, but you know sometimes it's the casual fans who have good insights. And I gotta admit, uh, I was a little disappointed 
when uh, the Knicks drafted uh, Christoph um, Porzingis. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, I don't think, given time to hear the facts pro and con and think it over, I don't think it's that bad of a pick. Considering who was available, I was hoping for uh, D'Angelo Russell. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, my, my thing, you know, you hear Porzingis, and I'm thinking, like, he's going to be the next Sean Bradley or somebody like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he's much... I'm... I wouldn't put him in the Sean Bradley court category. Right, right. That that was my. When I look at his tape, and I and I see that his shooting stroke, he's even going to be a low end. And I don't know if you remember this guy, but he came up with all the same tools. Um, Nikolas Skitsvili. He was a mm-hmm. Devin Nuggets high draft pick. Ended up being the bust. He's even going to be a Skitsvili, or he's going to be in the whiskey on the high end. So yeah, he can I even mean, go one or two ways. Well, I mean, Nowitzki, I mean, you know, that's a future Hall of Famer. That, that'd be terrific. Uh, maybe um, I'm thinking more like a Gasol, like a, a Pau Gasol maybe. And, uh, you know, he, he's been – now, I'm, I'm trying – I was trying to find out more about this. He's been playing uh, pro ball in Spain, and I was trying to find out more about that league if it's like a, a a minor league, a major league, if it's a minor league, if they're good at developing players, um, if that's the case, then that's even better than going to college. If it's a minor league that's good at developing players, um, you know, uh, I saw an interview with the guy. It doesn't mean much, but he speaks the language. Uh, that's pr- that's pretty good. You know, 19 years old, he is speaking English pretty well. Uh, so that, that won't be an issue. I mean, you know, maybe he'll get a little homesick or something, but he's going to get paid so much. He could bring some of his people over if he wants. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he didn't seem phased by the fans' reaction. And, uh, you know, the, the Knicks fans could be tough, but they're not stupid. If, if he plays halfway decent, they're, they're going to give this guy a break. And, uh, you know, today you want to talk about hitting the lottery. A lot, of, a lot of NBA players are hitting the lottery today with the free agency. And, uh, you know, it, it's just it's so much money. But, hey. <laughs> it's because people uh, fill the arenas and watch the games, and I'd rather see the players get it than have it stay with the owners. And, uh, hey, good for them. Congrats. Definitely good for them. I, I noticed my Wizards were active today, picking up uh, Jared Dudley from the Bucks. So, uh, a lot of Wizards fans are telling me it's a good pickup for us, and I got another a lot of Wizards fans telling me it's not a good pickup. I'm sure this guy, I heard he's a good three-point shooter. I heard he plays good defense. He's a good hustle guy. Another uh, guy, really, in my mind, that replaces Paul Pierce, but I, I guess it's a good pickup for us in the long run as a hustle guy that three position. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it just the, the dollars are, are unreal. Um, I guess the most notable guys, uh, Duncan's, going to come back for another year. Hey, I don't blame him. It, it's a lot of money. He he could still play the game. He's got a good relationship with his coach, with his teammates. Uh, and as long as he's not embarrassed himself, you know, he's going to make, I think, close to $20 million. Nobody's going to pay him that much money to uh, be a commentator or a coach or anything like that. Uh, you know, uh, well, why should he retire? He's got, he's got no reason. Uh, and, uh, there was talk Dwayne Wade might be looking around, but he's he's going to be back in Miami, 
And yeah, one year, uh, twenty million. That's, yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah. You guys, you hear me again? Uh, we, yep. Welcome back. We got. Welcome back, Jerry. You got me. Yep, we got you. We got you. I, I knew as soon as I brought up a cotton swab conversation, you would disappear. But so, yeah, you're back. All right. Um, I'm, I, I lost my internet. I don't know if you guys got my text, but I lost my internet, and it came back. But uh, seems like um, I'm on my phone right now. Uh, I, for some reason, I can't get back on my mic. But that's that's no problem. What are you guys talking about? I hear you talking about the NBA. What's up, what's up there? We were talking about Porzingis messing with your internet. You got jokes. You got jokes, but they picked up. Uh, 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 they, they picked up uh, a, a, a Raffalo, which is a decent pick. I mean, he's not a, a one of these top free agents, but um, he but played. But did he play uh, for you guys before? No, uh, he played for the Portland Trailblazers, and he played for the Houston Texans. Uh, as far as I know, Raffalo didn't play for the Knicks. Uh, he's a decent uh, uh, player. He averages like in, in mid double figures. Um, and also he's a, he's a pretty good defensive player. So uh, he may be a steal um, at the price we got him at, but I think we only got him, excuse me, on a, on a two-year deal. So um, I'm, I'm expecting, um, and unfortunately, Greg Monroe went to the Milwaukee uh, Bucks, uh, from what I understand. Uh, that's one of the big, big um, players that we wanted to get, and quite naturally we didn't get, so... Uh, I don't know what, what the, the market for Aldridge. I think we've talked to him, um, but uh, I don't know if he's going to be coming east. He may stay out west um, where he's done his most damage out west. Uh, Lakers are trying to, to get him, but I don't think uh, they're going to get them. Get him, I should say. They, they, got a second meeting, they got a second meeting set up with the Lakers. Yeah, well, you know, he may have a second meeting. Maybe, maybe Kobe Bryant... Um, got off his high horse because I think uh, the first one supposedly didn't go well, um, and we'll have to wait and see. Um, I mean, uh, these free agent signings um, and some of these players can uh, tip the tip the uh, the balance of power in, in on some of these teams. Dwayne Wade went went back to Miami. Now, one of the things that did surprise me, I don't know if you guys talked about it um, while I was off. Is uh, Kevin Love? You guys mentioned Kevin Love at all? <laughs> no, we didn't bring up. We didn't bring up Taylor, but he was smart as well to get that money. He uh, took so injury prone, so injury prone. Took took a deal back with the Cleveland Cavaliers, which I didn't think he really wanted to go back there because of I don't know if it was because of dysfunction or whatever, but it seemed like it wasn't a good fit. Um, He's got a five-year, $110 million contract with the, uh, and staying with the Cavaliers. Um, I guess that uh, that uh, those digits were good enough for him to be able to put up with Le- LeBron James and uh, um, Kyrie Irving and company. And I think uh, they also uh, re-signed uh, Amon Shumpert. So those two crazy guys, I shouldn't get two great crazy guys, and Kyrie Irving and Amon, Amon Shumpert. Kevin Love um, being there for five years—that's a guaranteed contract. Um, what's your thoughts on, on those on those things, 
those signings for the Cavaliers. Talk to me, Black. And then I go to Jeff. Well, well, I I like the Trevor Love coming back because during the last, I would say the last part right before the end of the season, those, those guys were kind of jelling before all of them took out Kevin Love's shoulder. They were kind of jelling before the last week of the season. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm anxious to see. First off, if uh, the coach will be back black because, you know, like I said earlier, Mark Jackson assigned with LeBron James' company. So I'm not sure if uh, Mark Jackson is going to enter that mix, but I'm interested to see, if he doesn't, how black is going to blend these guys together. Uh, they're short of a shooting guy right now. J.R. Smith isn't coming back. I don't know who they're going to pick up or who they're going to draft, but I, I'm interested to see how it's going to work out. But I, I think the Cavaliers thing will work out. It's, it's something – well, take them a season to the jail, but they got this season down packed. Everybody was injured. That's out the way. If everybody stays healthy, this is a dangerous team in the East. You know, uh, Kevin Love kind of rubs me the, long, the wrong way. And, you know, uh, he chose to play to the end of his contract and take that risk. And, unfortunately, he got injured. And... Nobody thinks it was a dirty play except him. He thinks it was, which he's ridiculous. I mean, you're allowed to push and shove to get a rebound. It's the NBA. It ain't. It's not tiddlywinks. Um, you know, uh, Kevin Love, his, his uncle, who he's supposed to be close with, is lead singer with the Beach Boys. And I wonder if his uncle was in his ear because his uncle was the one guy who didn't leave the Beach Boys and was still making a lot of money uh, touring as the Beach Boys, even when he was the only original guy left. I'm, I'm sure he gave some good advice to uh, to Kevin Love. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, he seemed like somebody wanted to get out of Cleveland, but they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. And, and I'll tell you, some of this money in these deals is, is confusing. I mean, you know, the Knicks, it's like they were uh, – you know, like uh, being real generous with trades, that you know, this year, you know, they they get nothing for Tyson Chandler, and then, boom, Phoenix signs him to a big offer. It's like, huh? But how come they couldn't get anything for him then? And then they get they get Ungats for uh, uh, Shumpert and uh, J.R. Smith, and then Shumpert just signs a big deal. Uh, those two together only got them a second-round pick. I mean, I, I, I don't... I don't get NBA trades because occasionally trades get rejected, but for some reason the Knicks' lousy trades don't. I mean, they get rejected by the league, you know. I mean, it happens sometimes. And I don't understand when a team gives up an arm and a leg to get a superstar with one year left on his contract like uh, Chris Paul and some other guys, um, and he hasn't agreed yet to a new contract. I'm like, wow, they're giving up a lot for a guy who could walk after a year. But but the NBA, they allow those trades. I I don't I don't quite get it. Well, can you hear me, Jeff? Yeah. Okay, I'm back off the phone now. Yeah, well, there's a, there've been a, a lot of things been going on, and, and I don't know what the the. Um, what you guys been talking about? Did you talk about Anthony Davis and his monster contract? No, we, uh, we all knew that was coming. Everybody knew that was coming. Yeah, five year, hundred forty five million dollars, and what? He's twenty one years old. Wow. Yep. Wow. wow. Jimmy Butler gets extended five years for ninety million dollars. Wow. 
You got to be kidding me. Draymond Green with the world champion Warriors gets five years for $85 million. Goran Dragic gets five years for $90 million. Danny Green, four years for $45 million. Uh, Damari Carroll with the Raptors, $60 million for four years. Tyson Chandler with the Suns for $52 million for four years. Chris Middleton with the Bucks, with five years, seventy million dollars. Brandon what Knight, you say? With, it's, it's with the, the year Suns, of the role player, man. The role players are getting paid. It's Brandon Knight, Brandon Knight, five years for seventy million dollars. <laughs> Iman Shumpert, Iman Shumpert. Well, I, I talked about him before, and I just saw his his agrees to four years, forty million dollars. Mon Shepard getting ten million dollars a year? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> ten million dollars. Uh, let me see. Let me see some of these other ones. Uh, Amir Johnson from the Celtics, two years. Twenty-four million dollars a year, getting twelve million dollars a year. You, you come on, come on. Grizzlies picked up Brandon Wright for three years for eighteen million. What's this? That's that makes sense. Six million dollars a year, okay. But some of these guys getting uh, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, twenty million dollars a year, uh, where they're like I said, Mon Shumper getting ten million dollars a year. You got to be kidding me! Wow. Wow, I should I should have gotten uh, uh, at least uh, another foot onto what I'm at now, and uh, I w- I could be making four or five million dollars, and I'll be low man on a totem pole. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be six seven, uh, six foot, uh, not six foot, about six five, and, and taking taking in two, three, four, five million dollars a year, and, and playing. Um, uh, a little minutes and be a journeyman. I don't care. Wow. <laughs> ah, wow. It's crazy. It's, it's the year, amount of money. It's a year of the role player and it's the year of the, of the agent, man. They're, they're doing it, definitely doing that thing this season. And guess what, fellas? The the salary cap and the, and the, and the, uh, and the TV money doesn't kick in until next year. Wow. And this is real money. This is guaranteed money a lot. Yes. Of this. this isn't funny money. Yes. This isn't annuities yes. or it's not like the NFL when it's not guaranteed. Yeah, right. it's it's hey, God bless these guys. Uh I'm sure their families are very happy and I hope they they deal with this because it's got to be a drag when you sign that you make that kind of money and then you got relatives you never knew you had and uh you know, uh, hopefully these guys can deal with it. So uh, I don't know if uh, life prepares you for that up to that point. It's a, well, that's it's a different the, world, different world. That, yeah, the, you're, you're exactly right. You, when you step into the realm of making um, 10, 12, 15, 20, 25 million dollars a year, like some of these guys are making, um, it, it's it's crazy money and that type of money can cause you to do some crazy things that you never would have thought of. And a lot of people would never have thought of you would have been capable of doing. And it's amazing that 
the percentage, and I don't know right off the top of my head of of these guys, once they play their playing time days are over, that their money gets very short very quickly. Um, hopefully, what what the the type of money these guys are making, and that that doesn't doesn't happen because I you can spend it very quickly, but uh, it takes a lot to spend um, forty million dollars. Uh, $24 million, $145 million, $60 million in a total contract. Um, just like Gronk, he hadn't even spent his money. He, he's been banking his money uh, for the longest and, and living off basically endorsements. Um, so he's going to be, supposedly he's going to be set by the time his career is over. Um, so God bless him. Uh, I may not like the New England Patriots, and I think that guy may be a, a total idiot, but um, he's he's not a dumb idiot. Let me put it that way, if that makes any sense. Anyway, we come to the end of the show. Uh, sorry, folks, for the interruption. I know my man, my 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 fellas carried it on until I got back here. Uh, I'm going to give them an opportunity to um, say their piece before we get off the show. And then uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I'll go to Jeff first and then Mike, and then I'll close this show out. And then uh, um, we'll be gone. Talk to me, Jeff. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd like to wish everybody a uh, happy uh, 4th of July holiday. Um, I think in the future they're just going to call it Independence Day and celebrate it on the Monday like like a lot of other holidays get celebrated. Uh, yeah, be careful with uh, – uh, the liquor and the fireworks, and uh, uh, there's a, bringing it back to sports. It's not a sport we talk about much. NASCAR, think, got in touch with uh, the rate their racetracks, and they're offering trade-ins uh, because they don't want fan, fans flying Confederate flags uh, at the races. They're offering trade-ins of American flags for any fan, you know, willing to trade. Uh, think that's a good gesture and uh i don't get the confederate flag thing i think most people don't like them there's a few people who do if you want to fly something besides a 50 star flag fly a betsy ross that's the flag with 13 stars if you know you're into uh tradition uh history or whatever but uh yeah you 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 gotta fly if you're gonna fly a flag making an american flag or uh, something uh that's not going to offend anybody. I just, uh, I don't like it. And I, I think at this point, finally, Confederate flags are on the way out. And, you know, I mean, it's a free country. You can make your own. You can fly it at home, whatever. But, you know, uh, Kmart isn't selling them anymore. Walmart isn't selling them anymore. Because just because you're free to own it, you're, you're free to make it, doesn't mean that they want to sell it to you. So I think people are coming around on that. Black, it's on you. Yeah, man. I wish you guys a happy 4th. Uh, everyone be safe. We had a little scare down here at the Navy Yard today. Uh, heavy, heavy police practice. I mean, streets were crazy early today. So it turned out to be a false alarm. So be safe. Talking about some terror threats. Something might go down. But, uh, you know, just, just pray. Pray that everything will be okay. I want to give a shout-out to our guy, uh, Mike Yesendee-Greed. If you're a newspaper person, pick up the Washington Post tomorrow. He'll be featured in the article in the Washington Post. 
I look to have him on the show probably in the next one or two weeks coming up. So I got to get props to Mike Gesson being here. But like I said, everybody enjoy your fall. Um, I, I'm, I'm look, I look forward to that because I like talking to him, and he's an up-and-coming guy and, and a good dude. So uh, I look forward to possibly getting him on the show in the next few weeks. Uh, I also want to convey the same thing my two co-hosts said, that uh, enjoyed the, the uh, 4th of July weekend. And uh, uh, keep, keep safe. Uh, hopefully that your family and friends that you enjoy are also uh, uh, – Safe, uh, drinking and, and enjoying the festivities, including the fireworks. Uh, with that being said, um, it's time to get out of here and come come back next week, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we'll be talking about the, the the past week in sports, like we always do. I'm JT, and I have my two co-hosts, Mike Wright and Jeff the Joker. We are out of here. See you next week. Yeah. Fantasy sports and politics. Ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it all right. Log on the site, you can listen tonight. Talk about the game, who in first place. You can even call up, state your own case. Football, b-ball, soccer too. Log on, ain't nobody stopping you. It's fantasy sports and politics crew. Yeah, come on. Fantasy sports and politics crew. Yeah. Fantasy sports and politics crew. Uh. Fantasy sports and politics crew. Yeah, lock on.